Hi, my name's Katie. I'm a certified life coach, mother of four, prince, lover, and seeker of joy. Every week, I'm going to give you tools, tips, and tricks to create joy in your everyday life. Based typically on the law of assumption, but we go through other ways as well. So if you want to experience joy in your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday life, come on, let's go. Hello, beloved. How are we doing? We're on to a new week. We are into October. This, even though this isn't my birthday month, it is my favorite month. Well, fall in general. I think that is a lot of people's favorite season. I don't know. What is your favorite season? Mine happens to be autumn. But I'm an autumn baby. So I, of course, love the season of me. Duh. (laughs) But I love October because that is just when all the festivities get to begin. Starting on my daughter's birthday, I got to pick her birthday um, and be induced on that day because it signified the end of summer and the next day was the first day of fall. And so I got to bring in a new season with my new baby. And so this is just the glorious time of year of hay rides and apple cider, apple picking, apple pie making, scents and um, sounds that to me are very grounding. The summer is uh, very nourishing in the way of I like to take on a lot of water in the summer, a lot of fresh fruits, because uh, I'm not really a big fruit eater, but I love fruits in the summer and a lighter eating, lighter fare. But in the autumn, we get daylight savings. Whoop, whoop, to look forward to. I always look forward to daylight savings. And we get to look forward to just things that ground us more. A sense of cinnamon and nutmeg and clove. I love those scents. And just warmth and eating hearty meals. And also, autumn is the time of harvest when we get to reap all the bounty that we've planted in spring. So autumn is just divine and we're preparing for the winter, right? I don't know too many winter lovers, but I would be curious to see how many of you love the snow and that time of year. But autumn is my jam. So I'm really excited to get to create memories this season. I'm in a new space in a new town. I live around a lot of farms And so I'm just really super excited to get to take all of that scenery in, in a delicious and new way. So what is fall for you? What is autumn and why is it your favorite? I know pumpkin spice is like, they say that's like the basic bitchness of uh, the seasons or people loving that. But is it basic? What's wrong with being basic? Really? I mean, if we all love it, then it has to be grounding for all of us. I think that's what it really is. And people just like to joke on it. But what else? (laughs) So let's get into the card today. And remember, we're just going to go in order. So I'm just going to take right off the top. So right off the top, it says, where can I create more space? Where can you create more space in your life? Hmm, interesting. That's a good 
a question that I want to journal on too, because uh, where can I create more space in my life? I feel sometimes that it's just so full being a mom with four kids and having a husband and all the things that life has to offer. And you don't even have to have a husband. You could just be going to school and in your 20s with friends and focused on your career. And sometimes you feel you need to create more space. So where can I create more space? And I guess another question is, what do you need to create more space for? Like sometimes we... Let's just flip the card over. I'll just say sometimes we feel that we need to create space in our personal life. Sometimes we need to create space for self-care. Sometimes we need to create space for career because we've been focused on family issues. So where do you need to create more space, I guess? So let's flip the card. Instead of filling yourself up with busy work and things to do, create more sacred space in your schedule. In your home, your mind, your lungs, and in your heart. Take time to just be. Today's soul action, the aligned action, the verb. Do a clutter detox of your schedule, home, and innermost self. Make space and clarity will come. I find this to be true. You've heard that old cliche, cleanliness is next to godliness. <laughs> and I don't know about that because I believe that we're all next to godliness because, hello, we're made in his image or her image or divine image. We are God, right? So you don't really need to uh, focus on a sense of cleanliness to be godly per se. But I would subscribe to the belief that when my home is less cluttered, my mind is less cluttered. Because when I look around and see clutter, the brain always wants to what? Keep us safe. I'm going to say that until the end of time. The brain wants to keep us safe. Its job is to scan, 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 scan. Oh, oh, look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. And it wants to keep us safe. Well, clutter is a way for the brain to have distractions. And so when our home is not cluttered, that's one less distraction that we have to focus on. And in this day and age, I feel that simple pleasures are uh, harder, I guess. I have the assumption that they're harder to focus on. And I'm okay with that assumption. I feel with technology, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Reddit, media, news, uh, everything, it just we're inundated with ways to pick apart our focus. So what way can you do a clutter detox, a mental clutter detox, let's say, of your self, your home? What ways can you do that? That's what I'm going to journal on too. Because, oh, here's the thing. I have been engaged in this beautiful, beautiful YouTube channel. It's called, I believe, The Cottage Fairy. That's what it's called. And if you want a meditative visual experience, her channel, I advise anyone to go to it. She's very, she's young, and but very grounded in herself. And she lives, I believe, in the Cascades in Washington or on that Canada. She might live on the Canada side, I'm unsure, as to, you know, her pinpointed location. I just know it's in that area. But she lives in the rural mountains in that area. And uh, it's like a Jane Austen novel. If you are an avid reader like myself, just the calmness in her demeanor. And when you 
watch her channel, you just feel a sense of calm. And she's sure to tell you, I work too. I tend to get off course. I tend to be a workaholic and get into things too. So she likes to use her channel as a way to just calm the noise and to connect with self. And so when I think of create more space, this channel comes to mind because her calm nature will ground you into thinking of ways that you can ground your nature as well. So like I said, Cottage Fairy YouTube, you need to check it out. It is a beautiful, beautiful channel. Beautiful. I love it. Anyway, so today I want to talk about uh, creating more space can lead to this topic. Uh, I want to talk about discipline. Ugh. When I say the word discipline to you, what comes up? Because honestly, the reason I picked this topic is because this was uh, something that I had to coach myself on and worked with my own coaches on. That's why I'm a big proponent of going within and giving yourself to permission, giving yourself permission to believe in yourself. However, I need coaches. We all need coaches. We all need someone to stand outside of us and look in on us and say, you know what? You're off there. You're maybe you are believing something. You could look at it this way. So a big topic that I had to go into when I was beginning out was discipline. I say fuck a lot. And I love to say that word. And I don't give a fuck what you think about that. It's very like guttural. Fuck. I love it. <laughs> but uh, discipline is how some people, to me anyway, discipline was how some people may feel about the word fuck. <laughs> okay. I thought of discipline and I thought, ugh. When I thought of discipline, I thought of, uh, I used to play basketball back in the day and I thought of conditioning and ladders and things like that. Anything hard or intense, oh, that's discipline or it used to be to me. So when I say the word discipline to you, what comes up inside you? And I'm going to be quiet for a minute because I really want you to sit with this. When you're asked to be disciplined in any of your life, I want you to just name one word emotion, uh, one word emotion for it. So right now, what comes up? Okay. So mine would be hard. That's what I was just denoting to when I hear the word discipline, hard or vile. That's what came up for me. So when we break down the word discipline, it really comes from everything comes from Latin and the Latin derivative for discipline is discipulus, discipulus. <laughs> I don't want to be like discipulus, discipulus. So that is the Latin root for discipline, which really means disciple, a pupil, or a student of, so to learn. So really to discipline yourself in something means to become a student of it or a pupil of it. So how does that change your perception of the word? Because I know for me, that changed everything. When you take it and say, oh, this is hard versus I'm learning to, that's one of our openers, remember, our um, affirmation caveats. I'm learning to see this different or I'm learning to grow this way. Discipline is all about learning. And the reason I bring up discipline is because in discipline, we think that to be disciplined is to be hard and to do everything all at once and to change all of this. No, 
We underestimate as human beings the power of the 1%. We all have like this, all or, well, I won't say we all. <laughs> I'm like, we all have this all or nothing mentality. No, I believe a majority of us, me included, and I believe that's human nature. So we underestimate the 1% because we have this all or nothing mentality. I know for me, I would make this big old plan. I would color code it, make it sparkly, put stickers on it. I would dream how it would look like. Then on day one of the goal, like day one of implementation, I was so overwhelmed because I spent so much time planning for the goal or the work needed on the goal. I would just give up. I'd be like, oh, it's not going to work out. I'm just, why even get started? Back to last week of the question, how can you trust yourself? Do you not keep your commitments to yourself? Well, I didn't keep my commitments to myself because I'd get so spun done in all of the things that I needed to change on me. And I'm like, well, it's just not going to work. This is hard. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so, and I've touched on this before, like I said, in previous episodes, that if you want to, let's say, work out, you could start by only working out on Monday for a month until that became a habit, maybe even two months, and then move on to Tuesday. And by the end of the year, you'd have six full days completed, right? So that's the 1%. We think we have to do, I, if I'm going to work out, it's not even beneficial if I don't do it at least three to six days a week right out the gate. And if I miss one day, then I'm going to shame myself and feel all these fucking emotions over it and then go into hiding and just stop myself from completing anything. No. Why do we do that? I believe our brain tells us we must work out, like I said, every day or we failed. Our brain. What do you call your little ego part of your brain? Like I said, we call it Felicia, Jenny, Victoria. You can name it anything you want, but you why don't you ask yourself, hey, Jenny, why do you tell me that every time I don't work out six days a week, I failed? I know you want to keep me safe, Jenny, but right now I'm just going to try keeping my word to myself in little ways. I'm going to do the 1% and compound it over time. That's going to make change, right? So... We must work out every day or we failed, right? That's how our mind works. Except the only problem is, is when you miss a day, like I said, you shame yourself. You think of all the ways you should have been better and the shame becomes so great. You just give up or you'll say, I'll start next Monday. You ever heard that song? I'm a country lover. Well, I'm a music lover. Who the fuck are we kidding? I love everything. And there's a country song called Come Next Monday by KT Oslin. Come next Monday. I'm going on a diet. Yep. Everything's come next Monday. I wonder why that's the day too. Why don't we pick Saturday? Like come Saturday when I'm off work and can really give all my energy. That's when I'm going to start. But it's always I'll start next Monday. Well, beloved... I failed and I'll start next Monday. Did you know that? It's an affirmation. I failed. I'm just going to start next Monday. That's my affirmation. And you make it come true. You affirming, I can't do this. It's too hard. You're telling your soul, I don't keep my word to myself. And I know this was the biggest issue when I began to change my thoughts. Like I said, I was like, I've never done it before. I always fail. So why should I try now? <laughs> What's that? 
nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. You're like, I can't do this. Never going to do this. Guess I'll just give up. <laughs> why do we do that to ourselves? This is why the 1% is so important. If you win at the 1%, over and over and over and over, remember repetition, 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 then you start to build inner trust, right? Before, you're basically like a boyfriend that kept cheating on you over and over. But when you keep that 1%, it's reaffirming to yourself, hey, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can keep my word to myself. I can be a student or a disciple of the 1%, therefore I can be disciplined. I can be a student or disciple of me, and therefore I can be disciplined. I can do 1%. I want that to be your new affirmation. I'm learning to keep the 1% to me, the 1%. Because 1%, have you ever read the book, The Compound Effect? That basically talks about how the 1% compounded might not make a difference today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day. But over a year, what's that going to do? It's going to generate huge revenue for you. The 1%. We need to be focused on that and not have this all or nothing perfectionist mentality. We think we always have to be like all full A all the time. No, beloved. And some people even say, do B work, do good work. I say when we're learning to keep our word with ourselves, we could even do C work. Just that 1% difference over the long haul is going to create such joy within us. Another reason I think that we have a hard time uh, giving in to the 1% though is because we want it right now, right now, right now. If I want something, I can go buy it online right now. If I'm thinking of a candle, if I'm thinking of an experience, anything, I can go take part in it right now, right now. And so patience is something that, well, I believe it's an art that hasn't been cultivated within us sometimes. And so we need to cultivate that with ourselves in building that 1%. What if I told you that for creation or manifestation, anything you desired, it was going to take a mandatory five years for it to happen? What if I told you that? Mandatory, five years. You want a new home? Okay, put in your order, five years. You want a new beautiful thin body? Mandatory, five years. And I'm not saying that thin bodies are beautiful bodies. I'm just giving an example. Okay, so anything you wanted, a new man, a new job, a new career, a new business, anything you want, a new vacation home, it's going to take you mandatory five years to get it. What are your thoughts about that? Really, what are your thoughts about that? The reason I bring this up and I say this over and over again, it's because you want that because you think it's going to give you a feeling that you're going to be better in the having of it. And beloved, there is no need for you to be better. You can just want something because you fucking want it. And it sounds fun to experience. But you don't need to have it to create an emotion inside you. You already have everything you need for that. You have everything you need. You want a vacation house? Because you think it'll just be fucking fun to have a beta interrupter and see how other people live. 
you don't need a vacation house because then I'm cool because I have a vacation house and I feel like I've accomplished something. You're already accomplished. You're a human being on this earth. And the odds of you and energy coming together to create an individual such as yourself with all the likes and dislikes that you have is astronomical. The odds are already so astounding. It's beautiful that you're here. So you don't need anything outside of you to make you feel valid or safe or deserving. You're already all those things. So if we're already all those things and it takes an automatic five years to manifest, then we just get to go for something because we want to. And we want to see what it would be like. And we want to see what potential we have. We want to see how fun it could be in the pursuit of it, right? It's supposed to be fun. Anyway, I'm going to let you go on that little note. I love you all. I hope you have a beautiful week. I want you to journal on, yes, where can I create more space? But what's something I can give 1%, a ritual that I can divide from, or uh, sorry, decide for me that is 1% closer to my goal? What's a ritual that I can create that helps me get 1% closer? For me, it was meditating. I've already said this for 10 minutes every day. That was my 1%. And now I meditate for upwards to an hour plus every day. It just depends on what I got going. But that was my 1%. And then my 1% was moving one time during the week. Just one movement because I like to walk. So one day I want to go walking. Yours could be, I'm going to drink one glass of water because some of you don't drink water for me this year on water it was I'm going to drink I have a jug at 64 ounces that was my I'm going to finish my jug do I always get there no but I don't need to beat myself up because you know what I pursued it and it's who you become in the process right there is no fucking destination the destination is death on this planet So everything in between is just for fun. It's just to expand and broaden ourselves and to gain the experience of what it is like to be the person that drinks water, 64 ounces of water, or to be the person that moves her body that day, or to be the person that is kind, or to be the person that X, fill in the blank, whoever you want to be. So, again, have a lovely week, beloved. Whatever you define lovely to be, go check out Cottage Fairy. I'm telling you, it is a visual meditation. And I will talk to you next week. Peace out. Thanks for kicking it with me. If you want, you can reach me by emailing me at katythejoylady at gmail.com. Or you can check out my website at www.joyisyourbirthright.com. There I always have four free intro sessions so we can pick at any limiting belief that you want and bring you some clarity so you can see what the power of coaching can do. So hit me up. Otherwise, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Peace out.